Hey, this is Aaron Holt. I'm the director of Lead the Generation. I'm joined today by my co-host, Gilbert Ackerman, youth pastor at Allison Park Church. We just want to say thanks for joining us today for the LTG Student Leadership Podcast. We believe that leadership is all about influence, so we want to help you discover new ways to reach your friends for Christ and lead your generation. If this podcast is helpful to you, it would mean the world to us if you'd write a review and rate it on whatever platform you're listening from. And hit subscribe. We'll be dropping new episodes several times a week throughout the school year. And be sure to share if you think this would benefit other students like you. Feel free to check out the show notes for more ways to connect with our ministry and our guests. This podcast is sponsored by our partner, WorldServe International. WorldServe is addressing the water crisis in Africa, where over 790 million people don't have access to clean drinking water. You and I can be part of solving this crisis. Go to WorldServeintl.org to get started. So get ready. The Student Leadership Podcast starts right now. Hey, students, welcome to the Student Leadership Podcast. My name is Aaron, joined with Gil, my co-host extraordinaire. Let's go. All this week on the podcast, we've got Matt Baldwin, who is the Student Ministries Pastor at Fountain of Life Center in New Jersey. Matt, what's up, my brother? Good to see you. Glad for joining us. What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, Good to see you guys. And uh, great to be on the Lead the Generation podcast, man. Super excited. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good couple sessions here. Now, Maddie B, that's your uh, that's your nickname, right? From your rap career, that's when you went that's, by, right? <laughs> yeah, from my uh, my secular days, you know. <laughs> so, Maddie B, here's a question for the day uh, for you. You're in student ministry, just like me, and I think we're probably about the same age, right? How old are you? I'm 33. 33. Okay, I'm 31. So, here's what I want I want I want you to ask or answer for us here. Like, I think. Gen Z right now is is seeing a lot of fashion trends kind of come in and out of style and stuff like that. But tell me what fashion trend in five years from now, do you think Gen Z will look back and be like, oh man, we never should have done that. That's so dumb. What's going to, what's going to phase out? You're going to make a lot of friends or a lot of enemies right now, right? <laughs> Can I actually reverse the question and say what I want to phase back in? Oh yeah. We'll take that. That's a, that's a lot. Dude. Jenko jeans. <laughs> I appreciate how close you got to the mic when you said that, man. Dude, Jenko jeans, Lee pipes, bring them back. Literally calves, like calf, like, I don't know, like holes the size of the waistband. You know That's what I right. mean? Like, you got like 34 inch waist, 34 inch, like calf. I don't even know what you call that. Like the part for your ankle. Hey, thanks to Amazon. Students can go buy them right now. That's the great thing about this generation. Right. Praise Just go God. get whatever you want. Praise God. <laughs> Oh, great. Well, hey, listen, Matt, glad to have you on the podcast. And um, you actually uh, have a tremendous amount of experience in leadership, not only because of what you've done in student leadership and ministry, but you also have been an athletic coach for years, a soccer coach, uh, a trainer. Um, You're one of our lead the generation coaches, coaching other youth pastors. But today we brought you on the podcast to coach student leaders. So let's talk leadership. Uh, What do you have for those that are listening today? Man, well, I want to talk about one concept today, and it might be a little elevated, but I think someone who's really hungry can really benefit from it. And that's the getting in the state of readiness as a student leader. And as double-sided coin as uh, student leadership is, it's not only for the student themselves, but also for the leader who they are underneath. So um, I guess 
starting here, a lot of the material I'm going to be pulling from is from a book. Can I give a book shout out? Oh, yeah, yeah please. Yeah. All right. So this is The Situational Leader by Dr. Paul Hersey, and it is amazing. I read this book in my master's for uh, leadership and ministry at AGTS. And uh, man, it, it's all about a conversation between a boss and a prospective hire. And uh, he is looking at this young man, basically saying, is this person ready for the next level of leadership in my organization? And that's really what we're doing when we're producing leaders or training leaders, uh, discipling leaders, is we're constantly trying to get them to a state of readiness, right? When are they going to be ready to serve? Uh, when are they going to be ready to lead? And hopefully the job of every good student ministry pastor should be to work themselves out of a position. You know, um, it's always like the the job of the sensei or the master to train his protege to be better than them at almost everything that they do. And um, I want to talk today about the relationship between uh, driving a student upwards in their readiness and then releasing them once they are ready. Because that's, that's the hard thing. We are not good at releasing students when they're ready. Usually we get them, we train them, and we give them a whole bunch of task-orientated uh, process to, to help them climb that mountain of readiness. And then when they're at the apex and they're itching and ready to go, we don't release the relationship with them or the task-oriented behavior and they die in that state of readiness or they just stall out there. So um, I'll pause there for a second. I'll let you guys interject and then maybe I'll come back and illustrate it with a uh, kind of a mental graph. Yeah. I will say this. This is kind of funny. As you gave the book recommendation, I like to read a lot. So I immediately went to my little library app and like brought up like, okay, situational leader. Well, they actually don't have it, uh, unfortunately, but what they do have under that was a bunch of very mediocre romance books that came up <laughs> under situational leader for some reason. It's, so. it's a tiny little book. Maybe what I can do is I'll send you guys the link and you guys can put it up there. It's a really old book. Yeah. We'll throw in the show notes. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still super good. Yeah, yeah. So we go go back to the illustration then. Yeah, unpack that for us. What what did you have in mind? Sure thing. So um, imagine a bell curve, right? A bell curve is basically just a mountain that doesn't have a pinnacle. Like it doesn't have an apex. So it doesn't look like a triangle. It looks like round at the top. As a student is introduced into student leadership principles, right? You are basically introducing them to responding to task-oriented uh, behavior, Right. Like you're giving them simple tasks like, hey, go stack these chairs, go vacuum there, go take out the trash. Simple things to build and drive a relationship upwards. So the relationship between readiness is actually a relationship between uh, your task oriented behavior and your relational behavior. So as you're driving them upwards in task oriented behavior, you're giving them these simple tasks, you're driving them upwards, you're developing relationship. They're going to hit that top of the bell curve where they are ready to be released into leadership. Now, here's the ticket. When they're at that top of the roller coaster, um, I love roller coasters, by the way. I live like 30 minutes uh, away from Six Flags and King Ka is like my favorite. Mm -hmm. So it's always broken. Why is it always broken? Fix, fix your rides. Uh, hashtag fix your rides. Six Flags. Anyway, <laughs> um, so at their at their apex, right, uh, you actually will start lessening your relationship with them as you give them more responsibility to do the tasks that you've already tasked them to do. So even though you're not 
cutting them off in relationship. You're just lessening the relational interjection. Like, I don't need to oversee them as much. And that's the thing. Uh, I think as student ministry pastors, as, as leaders, we get them ready, but then we hold their hand too much and we don't let them run with the vision. So I don't want to skip ahead to part two, but maybe just give a little caveat. The person I want to talk today about in scripture is Joshua. Yeah, let's do it. Jump right into it. Awesome. So can I share a scripture verse really quick? Awesome. It's just Joshua chapter one, verses one and two. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses aid, Moses, my servant is dead. Now then you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, the Israelites. So here you see that word ready come into play. Now, Joshua's ready took a really long time. It took 40 years, 40 years of getting ready. But at the same time, though, that readiness or that task oriented behavior, hey, go do this. I think about uh, the one scripture verse where Moses used to go into the tent of meeting, right? And he would meet with the very presence of God and Joshua wouldn't leave that place. He was basically like Moses's uh, servant, Moses's errand boy. And as Moses got older, the relationship with Joshua changed. You know, Moses didn't hold Joshua's hand anymore. And in turn, it became time for him to lead the Israelites. But that get ready phrase is so important. I think we um, do a bad job at articulating that to our student leaders that my goal is not to get you to serve me forever. My goal is to get you ready to serve others and do the same thing with other people. Now, it's interesting, though. Joshua is a hero for a time, right? He takes over the promised land. But it's also very interesting to see that Joshua never appointed a second in command. Wow. And shortly after he died, the Israelites fell back into sin. So one thing Joshua did great was, you know, Hey, the task was to go take over the promised land, but on the reciprocal side, he forgot to take someone along the journey with him. Yeah, and I think I think that that's like you actually touched on one of my literally my favorite book in the Bible, which is Judges. I know it's a little bit weird, but it follows the the period right after Joshua leaves or he passes away, and they go into mm-hmm. the sin cycle, right? So they, they yeah. fall into sin. God delivers them. They have peace for a while, and they keep getting more and more corrupt over time. And you see that happening. And I think that that is such a huge, huge, huge like heart of our lives is to be able to like consistently get people ready and then release them for what God wants to do. Now, I know this is a little bit of like an odd question, but I, I I have seen this in some of my students here before, even doing this with other students, right? Like we're talking about what we should be doing as adults with students, but this is something that's applicable, not just to adults, but this is to like actually students who want to be leaders. You know, I think of my, my seniors when they're investing into an eighth grader or a ninth grader and helping get them ready. That's, I think the most beautiful Dude, that's like, it, man. example of this. Is there a student in your ministry that's doing that right now? So, yeah, right now, um, are we supposed to drop names? <laughs> you can, yeah, go for it. Um, I would say his name is Luke. Luke is someone who was about as shy and reserved as he could be when he entered our ministry his seventh grade year. And um, now he has like his own groupies. It's great. Like, you know, Luke's groupies and Luke is doing a crazy job. If Luke is listening, man, I'm so proud of you and the leader you have become, uh, the leader that you are and the legacy that you're leaving. 
uh, for others behind you. Man, this is and, great. Uh, listen, uh, here's the cool thing. Let me define readiness. I never did that, actually. So um, the situational leader, right, that book defines readiness as the ability and willingness or a uh, of a person to take responsibility for directing their own behavior. So in student leadership, right, we are constantly uh, creating an environment where we can curtail like detrimental behaviors in students like, hey, don't do this. It's probably not a good idea to do that. There's a better way to approach this situation. But readiness of a student leader like that metric is so important is saying like, hey, when is this person really willing to take responsibility for what they're doing? And I think the telltale sign is when they can take correction. Like when they take correction, you say, you know what, Pastor Matt, I messed up. Like that was a really bad idea. Or, hey, um, I, ge- I self-generated this thing. So it doesn't have to be something negative that shows you readiness. It could be something positive. They're like, hey, um, I saw that we didn't have paper towels in the bathroom and you never asked me to do this, but I just went ahead and did it. You know, because they're starting to see, they're starting to take responsibility for their own actions and thusly they could be deemed ready. That's so good. I love the practical aspect of that and just kind of land in this episode there because that's one of the things, Gil, you and I always are trying to stress is like, practically speaking, how can a student go do this right now? And so, Matt, you just kind of give us a couple good good tips there. Like, if you see a need, meet a need, right? Um, go do it. You don't have to be told to do it or asked to do it and uh, and have a heart that's ready to um, be willing to, to say, hey, where do I need to grow? And, you know, what's an area where I need to grow? And so, Matt, thanks for joining us on this episode. Uh, looking forward to all the content that you got for the rest of this week. Uh, it's going to be good. Uh, hey, we wanted to give a shout out real quick to uh, one of our friends who left a review on the podcast. John said, this is a great podcast for any student who wants to grow as a leader um, and uh, give them a follow on the podcast. So, John, thanks for that review. Students, we appreciate it when you take the time to rate the podcast, review the podcast, and share it uh, with your friends, especially if it's been helpful. Uh, Uh, It's a big deal to us. So thank you for doing that. Uh, And when you do that, feel free to tag us. You can tag us uh, at LTG Conference. You can tag me at Aaron Holt. And you can find me at Gilbo Swaggins. And remember, students, you are called to lead your generation. We encourage you to do it with passion for Christ and love for others.